Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. It's your host, Joe. Now, I know I've been gone for three weeks, and I'm happy to be back. Aaron, Jill, and Mari, I heard they did a wonderful job. I got to go back and listen to the episodes. I was filming a show that's going to be on Amazon Freebie called The Goat. Um, I would love to tell you guys more about it. But it is our Bachelor Nation breakdown of the week number one. So I'll talk about it when we get to that section. Um, other than that, what's been new in my life? I missed our wedding tasting. Um, Serena locked it down. She had to, you know, remove a few sides, switch them out, um, some sauce on the side issues. But I think everything went pretty smoothly. We're happy with all our desserts. Um, I feel like everyone says when you get married, one of the best parts is the wedding tasting. So that the fact that I didn't get to do that, I'm a little bummed out. But when you're filming reality TV, not much you could do, you know. Um, so that's kind of what's new. Other than that, just back in New York. Happy to be here. Happy to be back with you guys today. We have Clayton coming on. Um, he hasn't been on this podcast um, last time he was here was about a year ago. Um, so we're going to catch up with him, see what's new. Is he going on Paradise? Um, there's a lot of rumors that a lot of people from past seasons will be going back on the show. Is Clayton one of them? We're going to find out. Um, I know he did come out with a book. We'll talk about that. Um, he's a real estate agent. The list goes on and on. So can't wait to talk to him. But let's start out Bachelor Nation breakdown number one. Like I said, they just released the cast photo of a new show called The Goat. It's on Amazon Freebie. I am on it. Um, Tasha Adams, also from Bachelor Nation, is on it. Um, the cast is a lot of fun. I can't get into too many details. Um, all I could say is that I was there. I was there, and I cannot wait for all of you to watch. Um, if you listen to Clickbait, hopefully you'll watch me on a new show. Um, but yeah, can't get into too much, but I will have updates as I get more information on that side when it will be released. Great. Okay. Breakdown number two, um, Becca and Thomas are pregnant. Becca's pregnant. Very, very happy for her. Um, I feel like their relationship has just been going and going, getting, um, all in the right direction. Um, they really, really do love each other. So being there in paradise with them and seeing that relationship form and to see where it's come today is incredible. Thomas texts me all the time because he, you know, he's jealous that I'm from Chicago and I get to be a Cubs fan. And unfortunately he's a San Diego Padres fan. Um, and I know he wants his kid to also grow up is a Padres fan. I don't know how that's going to actually work out for him. Um, but we'll see. We all know Chicago, you know, I've told him Chicago is a better food city than San Diego. Um, he seems to feel differently, but in all seriousness, I think he's going to be a wonderful father. They're going to be great parents and I'm so happy for them. So back in Thomas, um, if you're listening to this way to go. And if you're not, Thank you for supporting me. I really, really do appreciate it. Next, um, we have our third Bachelor Nation breakdown, um, which is 
stagecoach season is here. So we all know stagecoach and The Bachelor now are basically hand in hand because Blake Horseman, his whole stagecoach thing when he was on Paradise. Um, and honestly, you know what? I got to give it, you know, Blake does not get enough credit for the Bachelor Nation crossover with Stagecoach. Um, but everyone was there. We've seen them all posting. Abigail and Noah, um, Nick Vial and um, Natalie. Uh, the list goes on. They're, they're, they're literally all there. I could name them all for you, but all you have to do is go to Instagram and check it out. Um, or go into Google and type in Bachelor Stagecoach. Um, they're all posting. It's not much I can talk about there. Um, it's a music festival. Uh I would assume there may be some people going on Paradise that were there and potentially got a little messy. So we'll always have that narrative um, to look forward to this summer. Um, so yeah, uh, Stagecoach. Stagecoach, Coachella. Okay, and then this isn't an official Bachelor Nation breakdown, but something we've seen floating around social media that we feel the need to touch on because it's two Bachelor Nation alums. Josh Murray, who is engaged to Andy Dorfman on her season, now just soft launched a relationship between him and Holland Parson, who is a night one elimination from Zach's season. Uh, we didn't get to see too much of her. We don't know too much about the story, except they are dating. We think um, they're posting. There's a lot of uh, Bachelor accounts that have reposted it. So is this a relationship? Does this count as a Bachelor Nation relationship? I personally don't know. I think it does, um, but would love to hear your guys' thoughts. So if you're interested in this, um, DM us. Let us know. Maybe we'll keep talking about it. Maybe we'll ask um, Josh or Holland on the podcast next week because uh, it is difficult for me to keep doing this shit by myself. Um, but here we are. Um, great. Okay. So that wraps up everything that has been going on in Bachelor Nation. Um, and I think to make this easier on myself and for all of our listeners, I'm just going to bring him in because he has a lot to say and we have a lot to cover. Everyone, please welcome the former bachelor himself, Clayton to clickbait. Clayton, what's up, buddy? How are you? Welcome to clickbait. Man, you know, it's been a minute. I was just trying to think when the last time you and I had talked. And I uh, was it in L.A.? We were having drinks and or, no, no, it was Mexico, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I we could talk that? about that. That's that's <laughs> that's footage that did not make the air. But yes, that uh, was the right. last time. Uh, yes. That was the last time we saw each other. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Well, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. I just uh, just yeah, I'm good. I was filming a, a show last month, so I was doing. All oh, that. really? Yeah, Can you yeah. Uh, disclose or no? Is this is this top secret? It's for the most part, it's top secret, but it's going to be called the goat. It's going to be on Amazon, um, and that's kind of. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I saw that. You uh, and Tasha was on it as well, right? Yeah, Tasha as well. Okay, so that'll be cool. Right, well, I guess um, hopefully, hopefully you are the goat, man. Right? I guess we'll, we'll find out. We will see. <laughs> uh, what? Um, yeah, what's well? Obviously, there's so much new with you. But first of all, happy belated birthday! By the way, you're 30 years old. How does that feel? Oh, man, it, it has been an experience. Uh, I I had a I had a first, a couple firsts, and I hate to admit it, but uh, I drank a little bit too much and uh, had a little bit come back up for the first time ever. 
So never, I had a streak where never in my life that I ever puked from alcohol. And finally I broke that. Um, and that's what, yeah, welcome to my thirties. That's, that's how I was met with that. And then a two day hangover. So I was just like a double whammy. Um, wow. and I'm I can't, but wait, I, I, are you not, were you, were you a partier in college or did you drink? Not, I mean, not really, but when I would drink, I would go all out, but I would will myself. I would sit there. I hate puking. Um, and so I was like, I will not. And so whenever I started feeling like I was going to, I would get in my head and I would just lock in. I was like, you're not going to do it. You're better than this. Like I would positive self-talk myself out of puking. I couldn't do it this time around. So it was, it, it came on so quick and, uh, it was, it wasn't, yeah, I finally had that experience. So, um, I hate to admit it, but, uh, I guess I have a guilty conscience cause I just decided to, to let everyone know that. So <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's fair. Honestly, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm more impressed than anything because I cannot positively talk. I can't talk myself out of throwing up once, well, once this, once the ceiling starts spinning, I'm a dead man and it, and it, and it goes, um, oh, gosh, man, the ceiling was spinning. The floor was spinning, you know, the, the food that I was looking at was spinning. It was, it was a mess. And I guess I could talk myself out of it in my twenties, but, uh, thirties are, are bringing uh, a new era. Was this the night after, um, you and all the bachelor guys were hanging out and we saw like, um, I think you posted like a dance video with a few, <laughs> is that, is this all the same night? No, 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 no. That was, uh, that was a fun one though. That was another night where, uh, you know, I, I've been more lax as far as my drinking. I was like, you know what? I, when I'm with people, I got to have fun and just enjoy the moment. So I've been cutting it loose. I think being in the Scottsdale environment too, it's quite a party scene. So, um, it's just kind of started to warm me up a little bit. Uh, and so I've, I've been just, I'm like, Oh, it's one night. And so I keep using this one night, um, saying I'm in phrase to make myself feel better, but no, that was, uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. We were in, were we in San Diego. Yeah. I think we we're in San Diego. Yep. And, uh, that was for Rodney's birthday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Actually, man, the, uh, yeah. And, and the, the drinks are flowing. The moves, moves are kind of flowing. I was pretty, pretty proud of the video that I found on my phone the next day. I think you look great. What, um, you should be proud. <laughs> you should. What, that, uh, anything you could tell us, anything you could tell us about that night or any nights as far as, you know, are you I mean, hooking up with any bachelor girls or any of the <laughs> who who's hooking up with who? We need uh we need some clickbait here on this podcast. Oh, got man, yeah, you're going you're going in for the for the for the deep uh, the deep shot. I got to take um, a shot. Yeah, you're looking for the slam dunk. So I actually have not spoken uh, to anybody romantically in Bachelor Nation. Um, I have been talking uh, to. You know, I've been playing, playing the field, weighing my options, going out on dates um, in Scottsdale, but, but nobody in Bachelor Nation. I've not had anybody reach out to me from Bachelor Nation. Um, so I, I don't know if there's just a giant red flag waving above my head right here, but uh, uh, usually no one's, is. No one's after you're the Bachelor that you automatically <laughs> yeah. get that giant I think red I flag. An, I think I just have an arsenal of red flags around me and people just, I don't even know what the, what people are saying, but uh, no, my, my DMs have been dried, but uh you know, I've just been doing the old fashioned way here in Scottsdale. What I, there was a clip. I thought I saw a clip of you. This may be a while back of you at a sporting event, some game with a girl. What yeah, was that? Yeah. Just a regular uh, so, date. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I flew out, uh, to, to see this girl. We were talking, we met on social media, yeah, through Instagram. Uh, and, uh, you know, very attractive girl, very, uh, you know, very driven. Um, and I, and I liked that about her. She, but she, had a career, uh, and, and was, and was doing really great at it. Um, and also was kind of just more like, so into her career that 
Uh, it just kind of worked with like our schedules and such, but uh, just the long distance. I think that's all it came down to. We never really had this discussion. Now I'm like, well, if she watched this. I, I never been, I didn't know if I should have had the discussion with her, but uh, it's just long distance is hard. Um, and and I, I didn't, I don't really want to do it personally. So that's all it came down to. I was just like, I, I would rather be with someone here locally. Um, so that was where the end of that happens. Another Clayton red flag. What, why, why, <laughs> why'd you fly out there? What, what, how, what made you, what made you book a flight? Just really attracted to her? Uh, I mean, I really liked, yeah, I, again, very attractive girl, uh, very driven. Um, she was, she had a great personality. So everything was matching up and I thought, okay, like, well, there's no harm in going out and just like meeting her, meeting her and then seeing how that goes. Um, and, and so that's, that was my thought. So I, I went out, uh, no, I you're, sing, you're, you're a single guy. Yeah. You do what, yeah. you do what you gotta I, do. Yeah, I, I, get I, mean, it. I feel like I'm on the hot seat right now. <laughs> no, grilled, you're not, listen, we're, we're having, you are no longer the bachelor. Okay. I, yeah, you can right. have, can, you can say and have as much fun as you want. If I want to fly out on a plane, I'm flying out on the plane. That all right? And that's what exactly. happened. And, and I kept that, you know, I, I had the thought, I mean, obviously I knew it was long distance already. So I was like, well, let's just see, like, how do I feel about it? And I went, we had a great time. And then I just remember thinking like, yeah, nothing was, it was an incredible, you know, weekend. Um, but I just couldn't get past. I was like, no, I just don't want to do this long distance. And so, um, you know, we've, we've kept a cordial. We've kind of chatted here and there, but nothing serious. Um, but uh, I would say, I would say that's you know that's that's not a red flag or a yellow flag. I mean, I, it's not. It's not a. It's not a red flag. Come on, man, listen, you, you don't any, have. Any, listen, you. I. I personally, I've met you a few times. I like you. I think you have a I good head on it, your shoulders. I think that you are a catch. Um, I don't know if Gabby yeah, feels I that way. I can't tell anybody else that. I don't know if Gabby feels that way <laughs> after the the dress comment, but that's also something that got a lot of traction. So. Is there any conversation that, after that? No, and I, I, I sent a, uh, she she posted another one recently about her selling the dresses from um, from when she was on uh, when we were on the same season together, and I was just like, hey, I put me a comment. I said, I said, don't be shy, tag him because I'm just having fun with it. I mean, I I, I have no bad blood towards her. Um, I have not spoken to her at all since um, the end of uh, uh, since the end of my my season. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't know how she feels, uh, about me. I, 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 would hope it's water under the bridge. I felt like she, when she, you know, made that original post saying Clayton was supposed to propose me in this, I, I, I kind of took that as like a light, fun, hard, like lighthearted jab. I didn't think it was like her taking a shot at me, even though she, she asked my, 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 the vowel in my name, but, um, I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. I thought we were having, I thought it was just banter, uh, yeah. like playful banter, but she didn't say anything after I sent the message. And I know she saw it. I mean, oh, she definitely the comment, saw the, it. The comment was up there. So I know she saw it. Were you considering sliding into her DMs after that? No, because I, what am I going to slide for? You know, I mean, uh, I think she's an incredible person. I think she's doing really well for herself. Um, but, you know, she doesn't, she, there's no, I think at this point, I mean, we would just be friends. If anything, there wouldn't be anything else there. She knows okay. that. I know this. So it's it's just that, like, I, I, there's no way she could ever revisit it uh, I, after everything that happened. Um, I think it was pretty apparent who I who I decided to choose, you know, with going with Susie. And I made that decision. And I just don't think anybody would ever want to feel like they're, you know, second choice. Um, and, not, and that's just the way that this whole thing works is, like, you're – 
you're picking, there's multiple people and it's, yeah. um, I just, I think that in their head and in my head, it's like, you know, you would always feel like you would. Listen, we, we, one. I'm going to, I'm going to cut you off right now. We don't have to get into all that. Right? <laughs> I, I, res I respect you can, the comment. You can, I re tell, you can tell how, how I try to, I still gotta be, I try to be careful, man. I try to be I, respectful. I don't want to like step on anyone's toes. I know you want the clickbait, but like, I don't want to be blasted up on a headline being like, no, you're good. Clay Clayton disrespects Gabby. I'm like, I don't want to have that, man. Like, uh, you flirted with her. You, 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 you threw out a flirtatious comment that was funny. It got a lot of traction. I'm sure she laughed at it. And if you guys end up maybe both single in the same city one day, maybe you have a drink. Maybe you don't. Who gives a fuck? I'm happy. Hey, you know? I'd sit down and have a drink with her. thousand yeah. percent. You know, we would, okay. we, would, we would have that. Now we're talking. All right. I like that. I like that. I, um, but no, I thought it was, I thought it was a bold and ambitious move. I really liked it. Um, now <laughs> I went off the rails, man. I don't, I don't have anybody, uh, holding the reins back on me anymore. Who, um, who are you hanging out with in Scottsdale? Any, um, your, I, your brothers are out there. Do you have, yeah. uh, are, are you running around, um, with a bunch of bachelor nation guys right now? What's the deal? No, there's uh, I, I think there's a couple of guys that are out here from previous seasons, but I haven't uh, had I haven't really reached out to them. We've had, had hadn't had a discussion. I talked to Ari briefly. Um, we were you know possibly looking into like partnering up on real estate, but I I chose to, to to explore another option and go a different way. But he's he's out here, but he's also I mean he has kids, and so I I'm not he wouldn't be running the streets, um, hanging around downtown at the you know the old town vibes uh, in, the, in the way that I'm currently doing. I'm definitely enjoying this is much different than Missouri ever was uh but just hanging out with my brothers and and then a bunch of you know midwesterners that, that are all happen i happen to just meet out but we're all like a bunch of chicagoans that i've become friends with the nice. chicagoans man good people right yeah there we go i love that um and i know uh, arizona especially scottsdale seems to be a place where a lot of people from chicago move a lot of bars started in chicago and then went to scottsdale yeah. there's a few that started in scottsdale and made their way to chicago um but let's talk about real estate you're, you're a real okay. estate agent now for a sec yeah. i did see a clip of you on jason tardick's podcast and you were just kind of talking mm -hmm. about you know when you financially got off the bachelor people assume that you made x amount of dollars and you would have like it, it almost gives you this financial freedom which it realistically it doesn't and you spend you know a good portion of a year um focusing on being the bachelor and, and press and all that um and i get that like I, I actually really related to that clip um so what why real estate were you in real estate prior um sorry mm -hmm. about that yeah no uh and, and i think it was interesting that clip you know kind of took off a little bit and and people yeah, again, I, I read online and, and people were saying like, oh, he's saying he's broke. And I was like, I wasn't saying I was broke. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And that was yeah. that's all it is. And, and and there used to be a day and age where I heard where like people will come off the show and they would just it just be boom, deal, brand deal, brand deal, like offer, offer to do this, that and the other. I heard of people getting offers to go on, you know, to be a radio host and X amount of money. And I just none of that happened. But I will say, though, now that like opportunities have started to come around as I've built my my social media and, and I've fallen into this niche of physical and mental wellness. Um, so it's, it's worked out really well in that aspect. But for me, real estate uh, was my way of being able to uh, generate income offline. So uh, yeah. I'm sure you can relate to this as well. Um, you know, running social media, it's, uh, it's, it's a full-time job and it's stressful because there's a lot of things that are out of our control. I can't get people to click on my posts and like them. I don't know how many people are going to follow, you know, how many people are going to see it. I don't know what the algorithm is going to be like because algorithms always changing. 
So it's a very volatile business. Um, that stressed me out a, a ton. And so I was like, I would rather do something that's local in person where I can rely on my own self, not be at the mercy of thousands of people online. I mean, that's the other thing too. It's like people online want to see whatever it is they want to see, not necessarily what you want to put, put out there. Um, so, you know, I, I, I just was like, well, how about I be my authentic self, but let me take this offline. So I was in medical sales prior. Um, but then I just thought real estate to me, um, it's, it's a relationship business. Uh, I like homes. I think homes are really cool. Like the, the modern ones, especially I, I love the aesthetics. And so I was like, Hey, I can sell a home because I, I believe in it. It's obviously one of the most happy that one of the happiest days of someone's life when they buy a home. So I was like, this just seems like something right up my alley. I was already in sales. So it seemed like a natural transition. Yeah, I, I've I've considered it myself at a point too. And I, I do feel like we have a little, um, we do have an advantage going into that arena because we already have this built-in social media platform, which does help to an extent. Um, would you ever, like now, are you considering if, if this does go well for you? Like, will you start doing like Instagram videos and potentially YouTube home videos and, and making it... Um, part of your social media as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've already like posted uh, a couple stories. Um, and every time I do, you're exactly right. I mean, every time I post a story, I get I get a hit. Somebody somewhere in Arizona, they're just like, hey, I'm looking to potentially sell my home. And so that's really cool because again, like I'm very grateful to have a platform where like that's it's bringing in uh, potential buyers and sellers. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I definitely want to incorporate this as a part of my life now. So. But I, I, I've thought about how would I do this in a way that's that's fun, but also, um, you know, can show can you showcase what I'm doing on a daily basis. So I'm actually I'll be my plan is to sign up here soon uh, for uh, some hip hop dance classes. I found a studio. Right. And so I, I think I could somehow incorporate like the dancing in homes and like show homes would be dancing at the same time. I think that'd be a fun little twist. So yeah, give me makes six. Perfect, that makes perfect sense. I, I get, <laughs> I, I, I get know, the way. All right. Things, things, did... things are going on up here. We'll see if they, what, what manifests <laughs> in the what, but uh, I just, I think it would be, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm like, I, whatever is meant to be is meant to be, but I would, I think I'll obviously be having a bigger presence with real estate on my Instagram, but in what way, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm dying to see this real estate collab hip hop thing you got going on. Okay, but, you, didn't, you didn't seem to be a, you didn't seem to be a believer in that. Just based well, on listen, I, I think I think anything that you do, I find uh, I'm I'm intrigued by. So let's fucking do it. <laughs> um, let's talk. Okay, so um, it's May. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. You've yeah. been really um, making strides in that. In that area, I know I've seen you do a lot of public speaking and you talk a lot about mental health. Um, you want to touch on that and just how important that's been and, and what you've done to honestly, you know, help yourself out, especially after the show and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's been everything to me. I don't know about you, but for me that growing up, um, we never even talked about mental health, uh, not not in my school. Um we would have had the discussion at home. I'm sure like my mom and dad would have brought it up, but we just never really talked about it. We were always involved in sports and sports was a place where everything was physical. There wasn't, I mean, there was the mental component of like, believe in yourself, but, and, and you'll be a better athlete, but like a lot of it at a young age, you just don't have that uh, mental fortitude to, to really tap in. So, 
And um, I do feel, not to cut you off, but I do feel like, especially in sports and at a young age, I feel like the mentality is be tough, like be tough. And, yeah. and I think when you're young, you don't even really know what be tough means. And you just automatically assume that anything you do that isn't what the society perceives as tough is then is then weak. Um, yep. Yeah. Which yeah, can lead absolutely. to a lot of uh, a lot of problems in the future. Well, the thing is, too, is, is you know, I've, I, I go back and I think about all the movies I watched. Um, and, and you see these these superheroes, these big muscular guys, these they're tough. They, you know, they're they, they're beating people up. Or if you're watching a football movie, they're laying someone out. I mean, they're showing some incredible physical feature. I can't recount any movie where I watched where like a man of that stature or really just any man that was known as a man's man was 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 crying or journaling or like was being vulnerable. I just don't remember any movie like that where there was that kind of character where like the guy was, you know, the, the typical version of what a man looks again, what's a man supposed to look like. But you never saw those muscular dudes breaking down and getting emotional. I mean, I, I guess I'm going to remember the Titans. I guess they had a moment like where the two of them were crying in the hospital. But for the most part, like, yeah, this there was like pop culture even lit, played into that where it's like this is what men do. Men, you know, are tough and they protect their families and and they get physical. Um, and if they, they don't cry, not out in public, if, if they do, it's behind closed doors. And so um that's just the way i, I never had uh, i never really had a sign or, or anybody around me where i saw that was someone i could look up to that was was emotionally vulnerable just never had that um and so you know i really and in the last year or so or last two years i've come off the show um you know i when i was finally able to to, to sacrifice my ego and stop trying to be right all the time and, and let my guard down, I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, I, there's something I can work on. And I realized that what I needed to work on was this emotional maturity that I never had tapped into. Um, but then what I quickly ran into a wall of was, is like, okay, now I'm aware that there's this whole realm of emotional maturity, but I don't even know how to talk about it. I don't have the vocabulary for it. I'm feeling a certain way, but I can't describe it. Um, and so then that became very overwhelming because the more I would read about it, the more you know, podcasts I would watch, I would be like, oh, that's kind of how I feel. But like, I can't express it myself. So I felt almost like tongue tied. Uh, and that was something that I still struggle with nowadays. Like when I'm posting videos and such, I'm like, I, I'm like, there's a right way to say this, but I don't have the experience in saying it because I'm so new to expressing my emotions. So um, but I think there's a vulnerability in that alone. And I've been trying to use my platform to show other people that like, you don't have to have all the words and, and is all you have to do is just feel express yourself. And every time that I have, uh, I get a lot of great feedback online. A lot of people that I've you know been able to reach out to locally, uh, talking to the art, you know, youth around the nation. It's been really a positive response. Uh, just because even just having the conversation gives people hope that like they also can receive the help that they're looking for and they can find a solution to their problem. So that's yeah. all I've been trying to do. Um, but I'm by no means like an expert. I, I struggle to formulate like the correct sentences because uh, I still am learning all the vernacular when it comes to like the mental health realm. Have you thought about, um, have you thought about like going back to school and trying to be a therapist if this is something that you're really like passionate about? Um, you know, I, I did think about that at one point. Um, but you know, that would, where I'm at currently, again, I think like with the, the schedule that I have, a, a being able to do real estate, being able to yeah. go speak on mental health, um, working on my, you know, my, uh, my online training, 
platform. I mean, all of these balls that I'm juggling, I, if I were to go back to school, I would have to place a few of those down because I just wouldn't yeah. have the time for it. And so I came to this place where I realized that I can do what I am able to do right now. Um, but if I were to go back to school, I would have to set aside a lot of that. Um, and, and, and I just don't want to do that. I also think, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of people that, that are therapists, like it's incredibly taxing. Uh, yeah. because you're taking on everyone else's problems. Um, not only, not, not only your own, but that's what you're, you're there to do though, is to help other people. And, but then you're constantly having people come to you with their issues. I got a ton of respect for those people, but like, I just feel personally where I'm at right now that to take on 10, 20 clients and all of their emotional trauma, um, you know, I'm still in a healing process myself and I'm still learning in, in, in that sense. And so I don't know if I could take all that on. Yeah. No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like you're already doing, uh, seems like you're just doing so much. I don't know how you're not um, overwhelmed or maybe you are. Oh, I am. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I definitely right. am. So let's, I had a moment yesterday. Yeah. What, <laughs> what um, I guess like, what are you doing though? That's like your, like what you, you want to be your future. Like where do you see yourself in, in 10 years as far as a career? Gosh, man, I just, I mean, I really do think real estate is going to become the full-time thing. Okay. Um, I just know it takes some time to fire it up. So like I'm only a month in right now. Yeah. Um, but to me, if I could make that my full-time thing, but to me, like real estate isn't just selling homes, like real estate entails going around and, and being active in the community. Um, it's, 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 it's going to events. It's, you know, it's just building relationships locally. And that, that to me is what real estate entails. And then you just, oh, by the way, I also am a real, realtor. And then somebody decides that they want to sell their house with you because they like you. So um, to me, that's what a realtor is. And it's it's a full-time job, of, but it's just being present, pouring into the community. And that's kind of what I see happening in the next 10 years is I'll be doing my real estate. Um, but then I'll also you know be speaking locally um, to all the middle schools and high schools and even universities in the area um, and having this discussion of mental health. So uh, I, I, that's where I can see myself in 10 years, um, uh, being, and I think that'd be a very, um, obviously happy life. Plus I also hope that I, you know, am, am in a relationship by that point. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so, but, well, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Are you, you're 30, um, which yeah. there's no, there's no timeline on when you should and should not settle down. Um, are you right now at a point where you're just comfortable casually dating or you're not even looking to date and you want to go just... Do you want to run around and just be single for a little bit or are you looking? Uh, no, I don't want to just run around. I mean, uh, yeah, I did that at one point in my life and I feel like I've just gotten through that. Um, I am, I am, yeah, talking to, um, you know, I'm, I'm oh, man, I don't know if I'm ready to, to disclose this. Let's I don't go. Want to jinx anything. I don't think no, I want to jinx anything right now. No, you're not going to um, jinx it. <laughs> I'll just say this there. I, I do have interest in someone that I'm talking to right now. Um, it's, we'll see where it goes. I, I, um, I, I, I go back and forth. Like I, I feel that I, I have so much going on that I'm like, do I have the time to devote to somebody? Uh, but then at the same rate, um, you know, I've had some really great conversations with, um, somebody as recently and, and I'm pretty interested and I, uh, you know, have kind of, you know, kind of caught myself like wondering what they're doing, you know, uh, earlier today I was sitting, I was like, wonder what they're doing today. I'm like, uh Oh, we're starting to think about them. So, 
I don't know where that's going to go though. I, and it's, it's kind of early in the game, but yeah, I'm definitely uh, ready. So to you're in settle. love. You're, you're in love. I get that. So, <laughs> so, so you're telling me that you think you might just happen to be falling in love. Yeah. Go ahead and start that. Um, so get, do you, me, me can I ask, can I ask you this? Have you yeah. been on a date with this person? Yes. Multiple. Okay. Multiple dates. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and you like where it's going, but you don't want to jinx it. I respect that. I'm not going to ask you any more questions. What is her name? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. It, uh, it's, 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 I mean, again, it's, it's early in, um, it's, I can give you like, I think we've been talking for a month now, maybe, maybe a okay. month and a half, but, but like, but, but, but on and off, you know, it was, I, I think what I liked is that, you know, she's, she kind of gave me a distance. Uh, like she knew like, ah, oh, he's doing his own thing right now. And so there wasn't really a push, um, which I liked. I think that's what I needed. I didn't want to feel like someone's going to smother me. I needed somebody just to be like, oh, like I like what you're doing. And yeah, I can hang out tonight. And yeah, like let's go out for dinner and drinks and blah, blah, blah. And I was, you know, getting that and it felt, and I realized I was like, oh, like I'm, you know, I'm intrigued and I'm curious to see like where this goes. So we've been doing that for like a month and a half. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think, it's still, it's just in the early stages. So, okay. Um, I also don't like, don't want to be saying it like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this type of way. Cause I'm still trying to feel it out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely interest there and potential. If that wasn't there, um, would you have considered going on bachelor in paradise? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, maybe, uh, it just depends on like who would be going. Um, Cause I'd have to see like if there's, you know, and, and like do my own research. Like, is there anybody here that I'd actually have interest in and in going for? Otherwise, if I was just going and I didn't have any interest, what am I doing? I'm just going for the wrong reasons. Right. And mm -hmm. we know how that shakes out. So if, um, you know, and you don't have to tell me, so don't, don't feel peer pressured, you know? Is there any girl in Bachelor Nation that you would have been interested in seeing on the beach? Um, you know, there's, uh, I'll say this, uh, I, I won't get too descriptive, but there, there were, there's, there were like two women that from, um, Zach season, uh, that made it pretty far in the game uh that i would say i had interest in i think they might have made it into like the top eight or something so there was like two of them that um that i could see as like being somebody that i'd be interested in but that's about as much information as all divulge since i nobody else gives any information i haven't heard it i, I see these podcasts happen and no one is like yeah i want so-and-so to show up yeah so i mean but you could be the first and you could start it and it could start right here I, I mean, again, why not like, you 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 wore the bachelor i mean Step out, think, make a move, Clayton. Yeah, but that's the thing. If if I was if I wasn't talking to somebody right now, then I would then I would probably maybe I would get bold and throw something out there. But that's um, fair. You know, out of respect, I, I yeah. I think that's respectful and, and that's fair. Um, let's talk about uh, real quick. Let's talk about uh, 180 degrees. Your book. Mm -hmm. um, how did that come about, and how did it do? Yeah. Um, so the book 180 degrees is based in, um, basically my, my path in life and how uh, I felt like for a lot of my life, I was walking down a place of self doubt. Um, and, and I needed to get to this place of self belief. And so, uh, in the book, I, I break it up into these six principles, 30 degrees at a time, 30 times six, 180, there you go. Got right. It, like yeah. our math, yeah. simple math. 
um, and, right and there we go. Yeah. And, uh, I, I just, I, I broke it down that way. And I talk in my, about pivotal moments in my life where I started to make these slow pivots and how they all compound and added up to this place now where I'm at, where I do feel like I finally have self-belief. So, um, it was a super therapeutic, uh, book to write. It was basically me journaling and then throwing a cover photo on it and saying, here's a book. Um, but I also realized that it could help other individuals as well. Um, that are maybe in a place of self-doubt and are wondering how can I get to this place where I can find self-love. And, and I think through the principles I talk about, they, uh, it's pretty sim simplistic in nature as far as I get, it's, it's simple to understand. Um, and then realizing sometimes that some of these moments in our life that we might not realize how significant they are. There's one conversation that may change the outcome of your life. And that certainly happened multiple times for me. So, um, as far as how the book did, I mean, it depends, I guess, how you're, um, you know, it depends on how you're judging it as far as the success. Did it sell a lot of copies? No, not really. I mean, I wasn't a New York times bestseller. Uh, I wasn't, you know, probably in, in, in that realm. Um, I haven't looked at like the sales, how much it sold. I, I just kind of looked at it like, uh, okay, this is, you know, this it's meant to get into the hands of the people that it's meant to get into. Uh, and I think that's, what's cool though about it is I, I didn't have any expectations other than I wrote this book for myself with the hope that somebody will be impacted by it. Um, and I know at least one copy sold. So, uh, that there means that one person, there you go. So that, that was that, but if you're comparing it to other people, Nation's books, I mean, from a sales standpoint, it didn't do that well, but that's okay. Yeah. I, I was more or less just asking like in general, like I, I probably just phrased that wrong. I was just like, how did it, Oh, oh it did great. Just, I mean, it was great, man. It, it was, yeah. it was super helpful to me and I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it. Um, and, and it's, it's done what it's needed to do, uh, and, and what, what its purpose was. So yeah, it's been great. That's what I meant. I didn't want to know like how many copies you no, I don't mind telling them. I mean, I don't mind throwing out the numbers. I mean, it's like, I, to me, it's, it's, it is what it is. I can't, you know, numbers are numbers. Um, do you, do you think, um, saying yes to going on the bachelorette and saying yes to being the bachelor, obviously for you, um, it had its ups and downs, but do you think it's. Do you think that experience has made you a better person today? Thousand percent. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. No question. Um, yeah, which is why, like, I think sometimes people, I've, I've, again, everyone knows I, I just can't help but read stuff online. I just, I've always just been online, and uh, it's kind of always been the nature of who I am. Like, but I, I'm also just curious. But people said, you know, why would he go back and subject himself if he were to go to paradise? Why would he subject himself to that? And it's like, well, because enough time has passed, and I've been able to realize how powerful all of those moments that I experienced were and how they have led to me being a better human being. Um, and I believe that I'm a lot more mentally tough now. I believe that I have, you know, that, um, that self-love. And so I'm not going to be um, as lax on, you know, or I, I'm not going to be as, I guess, a mistake, you know, have a higher mistake potential, I suppose. Um, yeah. Not to say I could not to say I couldn't go on TV and still do something dumb, but, um, I would also, I just am in a place where I'm like, Hey, I am who I am. I love who I am. I'm not going to bend the rules to, to conform to somebody else. I I'm going to be myself. And, uh, I feel that if I were to go back to that, I could, you know, to that experience, I'm sure I could glean more expertise that could make me an even better person. So I got no regrets. Um, and, and I don't, I think that ultimately the, the show made me a better person. Um, just wasn't easy to get there, but I mean, yeah. I suppose that's part of life. That's yeah, that's part of it. Nothing, uh, nothing great comes easy. And yeah, no, I yeah. really, uh, I respect that. Um, 
you can I turn are... that on? Can I turn that on you? Can I ask you? I mean, how do you how do you feel about your whole experience on the show? Do you feel like it made you a better person? Yeah, absolutely. I I I feel the same way as you. Like like going like prior to going on the show, like like yeah, I never really talked about mental health, and and I was never vulnerable with my feelings or talk even talked about my feelings. Um, and just you know. I saw the world one way. I lived in Chicago. I lived, I never really traveled. I didn't go, um, I didn't go to college, but, um, you know, I was, I went to the stock market, but I, you know, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to, you know, I guess see the world and, and meet other people and, and, and realize that we don't all think the same and we weren't all raised the same. So yeah, like it's, it's just made me a much, I think, a, yeah, a better person for sure. Um, so do you feel like you, it sounds like you said emotions, like that was the one thing that maybe the show helped you get to a place of being more, more vulnerable in that aspect. That was, was that maybe like what the, the one thing that you walked in the experience with and then you walked out and were like, this is wow. Like, this is what I gained from it. Would you say that's like the single biggest thing or? Absolutely. And think about like, yeah, like I went on the show, um, and I was 31 and for most of my life, I was single. Like, I think the re longest relationship I had prior to going on the show um, was probably two, three months. And that was because emotionally I was extremely immature. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know if it wasn't for the show, if that would have ever changed um, because I was definitely in a repetitive mode of, of how I dated and nothing you know, nothing ever really clicked. And then you go on the show and they open you up and. Well, you know, what I find, you know what I find fat interesting is I feel like your, your story and my story are um, a little bit similar. You said you didn't really ever date that much. I didn't either. I only had like two girlfriends prior to the show my entire life. And I don't even know if you could call one. It was more like puppy love back in like seventh grade. But yeah. you, you, you talked about how like all you knew was maybe like the Chicago lifestyle, uh, the Midwest life. And that's exactly how I felt about my upbringing in Missouri. 28 years of my life before I hopped on the show, I was in Missouri. And that's all I knew. I only knew the Midwest speed. I don't, like I didn't know any of this other stuff out there existed. So my mind was closed off. I was ignorant, but it was blissful because I didn't know that like there was this whole other realm of you know opportunities of you know of a, of a mindset different yeah. be beliefs i mean i was around the same people for 20 years of my life that all held very similar political religious beliefs like so there wasn't all these different narratives um and so i'm sure you probably had something similar in that experience and then like you got placed into this environment where you have people from all different backgrounds and you're like whoa there's a whole lot more to life than just the midwest yeah and even like you said um a big one is also like careers and just different things you could do to, to make a living and, and things that you never thought were possible, um, are extremely possible. So yeah, yeah definitely absolutely. changed me. Um, we're going to, um, I love everything that you said. We are going to play a game. Um, are you down okay. to play a game? It sounds like you're like, like jigsaw from Saw. You're ready to play. Do you want to play a game? And this Fair is man. when this you is when this turns into a horror podcast. <laughs> uh, before we do, I want to give you the opportunity. Do you want to just just throw out a name of who you potentially were interested in? Do you want to throw it out there? <sighs> um. Oh man, should I? You don't have to. I was just messing with you. I mean, if you want to, uh, go for it. If you want to, go for it. Um, you know, it's gonna... uh, I'll just, I'll just, 
I'm feeling a little dangerous. I mean, it's not oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this person, like, so, but we're not dating or anything yet. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see where that heads. But, um, you know what? Uh, from all things that I can see on social media and from what I saw on TV, uh, I think her name was uh, Jess. Jess was, was pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, pretty okay. cute girl. Like, she, she was on clickbait. Yeah. The, uh, that, that's, there you go. If you want the clickbait, that's, that's somebody that I think is, uh, that, I, that I'm like, hey, there could be interest there. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Clayton, for that. Love having the, have, love having <laughs> now, a little clickbait. Now you got the one clip. You're like, there it is. We need it. Everything else can get shot. All right, Clayton. Uh, this was great. <laughs> We're actually going to skip the game. Uh, have, a, have a nice day. No, let's play the game real quick. Um, it is rapid fire questions. First thing that comes to your mind. Um, if you're insulted or offended by any of these, I didn't make them up. So uh, they should be pretty straightforward. All yeah, right. Let's do it. What is the first thing you do after you wake up? Uh, work out. That's the first thing you do. You don't pee. You don't brush your teeth. Oh, I mean, okay. Yeah, I sure. Uh, first thing, I mean, I guess if you want to get specific, first thing I do is I turn on my, my, my lamp next to me. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess you were right. Yeah. Work out. I like that better. Okay. What is your favorite holiday? Uh, Thanksgiving. Love Thanksgiving. What, yeah. where is one place in the world that you have to visit? Oh man, uh, somewhere like maybe the Swiss Alps. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that. What is your go-to cocktail? Uh oh gosh, man, I should know this. Uh, just honestly, I mean, anything with tequila in it. I don't know. Tequila. I've just been I, I've been on tequila Casamigos. How about whiskey? You like whiskey? No, I, I was drinking whiskey when when last time. Well, the first time that you and I met, and we were yeah, at you were drinking house. whiskey. I was drinking whiskey, but I've I've switched over to tequila. So that's you know just faster paced here in Scott. So we like our tequila. Yeah, I feel like te- tequila is a healthier lifestyle. Until uh, you overdo it, which uh, I do. It's not it's not a sipper. That's the problem. It's it goes down pretty smooth. What did you throw up on? What were you drinking? It, uh, well, almost everything. But everything, yeah. <laughs> it was like tequila, beer. I, people were. I was getting fed shots at that point. It tasted like water. I knew I was in trouble. Got it. Um, okay, cats or dogs? Dogs. What is the best dating advice you've ever received? Uh, be yourself. What is the screensaver on your phone? Oh, it's a it's a painting actually I did, uh, and, and then it has uh, it says um, everything happens for a reason, and then it says don't give up. So it's just a constant reminder to myself uh, every day. We, you know, we look at our phones three hundred times a day, so I, I get to see that that message keeps me going. There you go. Nobody still claims phone. What is your go to karaoke song? Uh, uh, the first one that popped up was, uh, it's, it's Riley green when she comes home tonight. Have you, have you heard that? Mm-mm. You never heard that? Oh, I mean, I'm sure I have. I would just have to listen to it. Listen, Serena, if you played that to her, you could turn on that on, it's light up some candles. It's, it's a true lover's song. Is it country music? It is, but it's like, you don't like country? Not big on country. I mean, okay, I, so, I, I could appreciate so it, but I'm not you're big on it. Okay, so you're lighting the candles. It's, you're having a nice stay at home dinner with you and Serena. What are you? What are you playing? What's your first song? Is it Usher? You put turn on some Usher, some, some Prince. Prince, yeah. yeah. All right, you need like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, okay, let's do a little Prince. Um, All right, I like. But that. I'll listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it after this. So, um, okay. Yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna start singing it, but I, I don't think you want to hear that. No, I think we're good on that. But <laughs> I, I, I believe that you have the voice of me. The acoustics okay. in here aren't that good, but normally, if, yeah, if anywhere else, it would be. 
All right. What is one piece of advice you would give to anyone who is going on The Bachelor in the future? Uh, yeah, be your authentic self because you'll never regret doing that. Um, I think if you try to please people and, and, and live and, and, and take actions for what you think others want you to do, um, you'll always regret it. And that's kind of what happened to me in my life, right? or in my experience. I, I, I did what I thought other people wanted me to do. And um, that, those are all the regrets I've had. But I never regretted being my true self when I was. True that. All right, Clayton. Um, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm sure you're just going to keep growing in um, every aspect of your life. And I'm sure you're going to fucking take control of the Scottsdale market. And I can't wait to see. Yeah, we'll make it happen, Joe. Appreciate your time, man. And let me know if you ever come out this way. I will. All right, Clayton. Thank you. Clayton, so nice. Uh, so nice having him on. Uh, I really like him. I feel like he's in a good place. Uh, he definitely had a, a, a rough a rough go at The Bachelor, but I'm happy to see him uh, in a, such a good mood. And uh, yeah, good for him. Um, so Clayton, thank you so much for being here today. And to our listeners, I really missed you guys. I hope you missed me. And if you didn't, well, that's a problem in itself. But thank you for listening in. And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your questions Check us out on social, like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN. All the links to all our pages are on that Instagram page. So check it out. Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you are looking at this week. And Prime members, make sure to listen to Clickbait ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus and Apple Podcasts. But before you go... Tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. Thank you again to everyone. I missed you guys. And make sure to tune in next week for a new episode of Clickbait. See you later.